0: Fascism or Marxism, which threatens Americanism most? I'm Paul Dragoon, and this is Freedom is the Cure. So the people running some leftist states are coercing private businesses to deny service to those who haven't taken the COVID-19 shots. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo told private businesses to discriminate against the unvaccinated. Private businesses, he said, I am asking them and suggesting to them, go to vaccine only admission. I believe it's in your best interest. Huh, that sounds a little gangsterish. New York already requires people to show proof of vaccination for sporting events, many indoor activities such as dining and even exercising in gyms. On the other side of the country, California is implementing the purported optional vaccine verification system, which businesses can use to make sure their customers have been vaccinated before bringing their leprous selves into the pristine establishment. These government actions seem to fit snugly in the definition of fascism, partially defined as whereby a supreme leader and their government controls the private entities that own the factors of production. This is government telling the private sector how to operate. Interestingly, I haven't found any reports of the so-called anti-fascists, Antifa, protesting any of this. Mm -hmm. Actually, it's not that interesting, because most reasonable people know Antifa doesn't give a crap about encroaching tyranny in America. On the other purported side of the political coin, America has long been infected and dosed with Marxist ideals and policies. From our wealth redistribution schemes to the universal government indoctrination camps posing as schools to the cultural Marxism propagated by Black Lives Matter and encapsulated in critical race theory to the leftist policies pushed by a large segment of the Democrat Party and many Republicans, Marxism has and continues to threaten America. Those on the left like to say that fascism, being ushered in by the right, is the largest political threat, and those on the right like to say that Marxism, pushed by the leftist American commies, is the greatest threat to America. To further discuss this topic, I brought in some extra help. We have JBS Vice President, Wayne Morrow, who has traveled the world and has seen countries being swallowed up by Marxism in real time. We also have Peter Rakowski, he is our research associate and a frequent contributor to The New American. And joining us for the first time is JBS research project manager, Christian Gomez. Welcome, gentlemen. Good morning. Thanks, Paul. Glad to be here. So, Christian, you hosted this week's JBS News Analysis, and uh, you inspired this episode. You pointed out that what is happening in New York is the very definition of fascism. And for the past year, you also hosted the Anarchy in America show, the crux of which was to expose the Marxist tactics being used in America to provoke chaos. So, Christian, what is happening in America? Are we being assailed by Marxist or fascist elements?
1: Uh, yes, all of the above. We often think of the political spectrum as being the far left is defined by the communists, like the Soviet Union, and the far right is defined by fascists and Nazis like Mussolini and, and Adolf Hitler. Of course, we at the John Birch Society define the political spectrum a bit more accurately than that. with on the far left, we have the full totality of collectivism, which would include both Nazis and communists, Soviet Union and Nazi Germany, for example. And on the far right, we would have Anarchy, total lack of government with the constitution being a nice, healthy medium in between. Uh, So whether, to answer your question, is America being assailed by fascism or uh, communism, Marxism? The answer is both because they are both totalitarian systems. Uh, You defined quite well that in fascism, the government, those in power, tell the private businesses what to do, but there's still private business. Whereas in a communist country, let's say uh, Soviet Union or Venezuela, the state will completely nationalize the industry, take it over. They don't even give the appearance that there exists a private company. It's fully a state-run operation by government bureaucrats. So what we're happening in America is we are moving, I, I believe, towards communism, towards full collectivism, and fascism is just a step towards even greater collectivism.
0: Wayne, where is it that you've seen Marxism, communism, uh, take over? And and does it look anything like what is happening here? Are there any parallels?
2: He mentioned Venezuela. Uh, That was a very prosperous country years past. Uh, Speaking to ex-Venezuelans, they'll tell you that they were promised uh, an easy life and the government was going to take care of them. Sound familiar, right? And uh, what happens, they gave up their liberties for that. What that system did, it, it the ruling class existed and took out the middle class, and so now they have the ruling class and the the low class or the poverty. The middle class doesn't longer exist, and people escaped from that. But the the lie is is that uh, talking to people at home who escaped from Venezuela, they said they were always promised a better way in a life, not a, li- a life that is not so competitive and insane, And in reality, they gave up their freedom for slavery. And so I looked at that as a really current example. And then as Christian was mentioning about, you know, where we are in the United States, you know, we're in socialism. I mean, socialism moves into communism. It's just a step into it. It's amazing, but not really. Our college students have been indoctrinated with Marxism by socialist Marxist professors. So it's easy for the young people, and we've been indoctrinated so much, that it exists. And here at the Burt Society, we teach Americanism what a republic is, or a democracy, and you know, we look at our political spectrum, they don't know who we are as a country, Mm -hmm. and they don't teach the Constitution. So it's so easy to put the switcheroo game on people because they don't know who we are as a country. And we point to countries like Venezuela and Argentina, we can go on, and they would say, this is no place for us. Who the heck is escaping the United States going to Venezuela? (laughs) Anybody take a, a plane ride to China in a hurry, you know, they want to escape us? So if just common sense, it dictates where we are, and you see that governors in blue states are acting like fascists, you know, dictators. And you mentioned Benito Cuomo, <laughs> which they call <laughs> him, and he acts like one. And it's amazing how New Yorkers let that exist. Christian, do you have any connections
0: left? You grew up in New York, right, in Brooklyn?
1: Um. Yeah, I escaped from the from the <laughs> Soviet People's Republic of New York. That's correct.
0: Do you still have family or friends there? Any news of how are people
1: taking this in New York? I do have family behind the Iron Curtain, so to speak. <laughs> um, well, I have some family that's on the left side and some that's on uh, the more of a tea party leaning direction. So... Naturally, those who are more on the left think that Cuomo has done a fantastic job, and those who are more on the right think uh, and can see accurately that he's leading the state into um, an an abysmal state.
0: Well, he might also be removed for for other reasons, so uh, it'll be interesting. Yeah, he's
1: been a little too hanky-panky, apparently.
3: (laughs) Uh, Mussolini, he defined fascism as, quote, all within the state, nothing outside the state, and nothing against the state. So that's total... Control of the government, uh, totalitarianism, and there's no difference between that and Marxism and any other uh, ideology yeah. that supports.
0: So how do they put them on opposite political sides or opposite sides of the political spectrum? How does anyone justify that? It doesn't makes any sense.
3: Yeah, it makes no sense, but they do it anyway. I'm not really sure why, but I would assume that part of it's because fascism is the actual fascism and Nazism. Uh, has such a poor reputation? There, there, there's no difference between. Well, that. how come
0: communism doesn't have the same poor reputation? The the body count of communism it's it far exceeds that of, of fascism, right? Each time, each time
3: they try to implement socialism or communism in a country, they say that they're doing it
0: in a unique way. Right. <laughs> they're still figuring it out. <laughs> We have a video, by the way, in which, um, overview of America, in which uh, we do a terrific job of explaining the political spectrum. Government control, it rightfully belongs on the left. The leftist wants to to make the the right-winger a fascist. The right-winger makes the leftist a communist. And in the end, what's happening is we're just marching. We're marching toward collectivism. Does anybody remember ever a time this, or know of ever a time in America where governments were basically telling people you cannot participate in society without this shot? Does anybody know if I know we talked about Jacobson versus Massachusetts, and I read up on it, and it's not that's not what it is.
2: No, it's just I, if you ask me, this is a, this is an experiment. Uh, and, they, and people are right because they don't understand who we are, as you mentioned. They don't understand the political spectrum. And they can get away with it because they don't know who we are as a country. But they've been sold, as you mentioned, cultural Marxism or, or Marxism. They've been sold on the collective. And so it's easy for them to digest it because they're doing it for the common good. And so they're giving up their rights to for the common good for example hey you got to go out and get your vaccine or i call your 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 death shot because it's really going to help you know preserve our country and yeah that's a that's the thing to do we're all in this together right well americans are individuals you know they try to do groups so that's what socialism kind of is about groups right and marx knew that and so uh that's the things they teach uh, people in school, in indoctrinations, even in your television programs, you know. And so this is an indoctrination process over a period of years. So it's easy for people, like you said, to accept groupthink because individualism is a threat. Don't want that to happen. So that's, I think, the answer is they've been conditioned to accept this, even though it's totally not in our Constitution, our Bill of Rights, and how we're founded. But people don't know our roots, Paul. And you said we have a good program called Overview of America. We talk about the political spectrum. And I think that's where people need to hear who we really are. You know, Wayne, you brought up
1: a, an interesting comment. You mentioned the, how the left is always saying those uh, pro vaxxers we're all in this together, mm-hmm. and that is a nice summary of fascism and fascist ideology, because the symbol for fascism is the bundle of of the bundle of sticks, the fascist, uh, and what that represents to the fascists is you have all elements of society: the workers, the managers, um, all races, men and women. Everyone is in. Uh, is in this together, and they're strapped, uh, ba- bound together by the state. And the axe of, in the fascist symbol represents anyone who would oppose the state, who would oppose the the status quo. So when we're all in this together, that is an excellent uh, representation of the of the fascist ideology that all sectors of society must come together to ward off the common threat. The common threat of course is is COVID yeah. and it, and and that is represented by all these radical right wingers who refuse to wear masks and refuse to get their shots. They are the threat to society and we put the gauntlet down on them so to speak. And we're seeing that with Governor Cuomo saying you have to go do vaccine only admission. You cannot participate in society. So it's it's pure fascism without a doubt.
3: Well, I do want to point out that we see this collectivist mentality in almost everything, not just the coronavirus. I mean, we see it in, in so-called climate change, where they say, you know, the climate is changing, so we all got to work together to destroy the economy and take away our individual freedom in order to uh, end climate change, you see, it with gun control. So the coronavirus is just another extension of this, and another way to yeah. uh, further the push towards collectivism, Marxism, and world
0: government. It's a very effective one, which is why they're using it. It sounds like if you can sell the people on, on the dangers of everything, you could essentially take all individual freedom away. We have a vaccine or a shot that's not even approved by the FDA. As I said, I was reading on, uh, on this Jacobson versus Massachusetts 1905 case, which uh, as we pointed out in previous podcasts, is, kind of, is the legal precedent to justify uh, forced uh, vaccines or whatnot. Uh, where do you guys see this going? Is, is it going to keep getting worse, or are, are people is there going to be enough pushback to perhaps stop this insanity? Now, I mean, it's it's looking pretty insane. I mean, in certain states, you can't apparently go to a ball game anymore.
2: Yeah. Well, I can. I help you with that. Uh, coming from that world in the, in the medicine side, is that if you look at FDA approval, they can't deny all the deaths associated with the genetic therapy or I call it the bioweapon and you know it's you can't deny that and from uh, me from that world if you had the the rate of deaths or adverse events that product would be off the market and being studied again for multiple years because it's dangerous so I don't know how they're going to approve a drug that has such worldwide so much adverse events it's hard you, you have to bury the data so I don't know how they're going to do that but this is basically, you know, medical tyranny. That's what basically what this is. And they're going to use it to lock us down, destroy our economy, as we talked about, destroying the middle class. And it works. They must be laughing at night and people walk around masked and doing things. And, like, and this is easy. We thought there was going to be a lot of resistance, although of late there's a lot of resistance on the streets in France, you know. And you see it in the U.S. And hospital workers are revolting and yelling and screaming up front. I don't want to be a hospital worker if you're going to force me to vaccination. Our military is resisting, so people aren't really just going through like sheep. But there's resistance, which is good because it's seeing the real values and it's seeing the results of deaths and incapacitation of people who have taken it. And uh, some people I even know. I mean, that's so they can't hide that data, uh, Paul. So if they're going to pr- approve the FDA, that's going to be a good trick. I mean, the medical community is going to love that one, but I don't, I think that's going to be a hard sell. So they're going to try something else, and they're going to go after us. Unvaccinated one is the one spreading the Delta virus, which is a total lie. And let's say
0: it is the unvaccinated. Is there the, is still there any constitutional teeth in, in making people get vaccinated?
2: If you're unvaccinated, how can the vaccinated people be in risk? Only guy at risk is the unvaccinated. So if you're vaccinated, what's the problem? Leave me alone, right? <laughs> so how can you get if you're vaccinated? You should be fine. Yeah, you should be fine. So what's your issue?
0: Well, they're because they're not. They're they're showing that you can still get it, but apparently you won't die. I think that's that's the storyline. It's hard to keep up with this. What's the latest storyline, Peter? <laughs> well, it's totally
3: ridiculous. I mean, they, they, they told us you got to get the vaccine so everything can, can get back to normal. Well, the problem is we shouldn't have imposed the lockdowns in the first place even right. without the vaccine. But now they're saying, you know, even if you're vaccinated, you got to keep wearing a mask. You got to keep doing all the ridiculous yeah, yeah. stuff that the government was telling us to do last year. Right. So it makes no sense. And the story continues to change. They're trying to scare <laughs> us into giving up
0: even more of our rights. People, we need to be aware of, of collectivism. Collectivism is best defined as the idea that people should prioritize the good of society over the welfare of the individual. That's, that's essentially what we have to watch out for because that's obviously the, the biggest threat to, to individual liberty. What's the quote from, uh, from Ben Franklin that essentially says that those who value safety?
3: Those who value safety over liberty deserve neither.
0: We have millions and millions of Americans, I would think. We don't know what the exact numbers are, who, who think that people should be coerced into to taking the vaccine, who think that people should be shunned out of society if they don't. I mean, at this, at this rate, we're going to end up in a totally collectivist society uh, without individual freedom. And I think it brings up the question is, is the future too dangerous for individual freedom? Well, it is
3: without education. <laughs> I mean, people, nobody, very few people know about what our country is, what it stands for, you know, what form of government we actually have. You know, they know nothing about individual freedom, natural law. If you raise a generation or are totally disconnected from our values and our heritage, then you're going to get uh, collectivists as a result. Someone's going to be influencing them.
0: Well, I mean, they'll say it's like, look, we, we have a very interrelated world now, a very connected world. We'll have outbreaks. I mean, it's just a dangerous, dangerous world. And, and with this being as a precedent, I mean, they could just keep doing this. And, and and the the argument essentially comes down to the world is just now too dangerous to foster individual liberty. That's essentially what we're being told. Every time you hear Dr. Fauci, the concept of individual liberty never registers. I mean, you can tell by his answers, whether it be to Rand Paul or uh, Jim Jordan, you know, when they're asking, it's like, what the heck? Like, when do we get some of this individual liberty back? And all he keeps talking about are people getting sick or dying or or the potential threat. He talks a lot about potential like this is what we're doing this because this might happen. The concept of freedom is, is very foreign to him. What do we do? There's people listening. Most likely if they're listening, they want to know, what can we
1: do? Peter uh, pretty much hit it uh, correctly when he said uh, education is the key. Because if you think about it, everything we're talking about with the fascism and collectivism and Marxism that we see in American society, we didn't get here overnight. Like We didn't just wake up one day and all of a sudden found out that we had full-fledged tyranny in America. It got here gradually and slowly. And one of the main avenues that... The other side used to bring us here was through public education, now we see the public schools for what they truly were intended to be, institutions for indoctrination, so the, the solution for the future begins by pulling the children today out of public schools, putting them in alternative education such as homeschooling, for example, through Freedom Project Education to begin to properly educate the future generations, so we can go back to a semblance of of liberty and constitutionalism. And when you think about the role of education as it relates to uh, the collectivists and even the fascists, I, I have in front of me the 1920 um, party program for the Nazi party, for the National Socialist um, German Workers' Party. And point number 20 emphasized the uh, The importance of education for the Nazis. They wrote, the state is to be responsible for a fundamental reconstruction of our whole national education program to enable every capable and industrious German to obtain higher education and subsequently in introduction into leading positions. The plans of instruction of all educational institutions are to conform with the experiences of practical life comprehension of the concept of the state must be striven for by the school as early as the beginning of understanding. We demand the education at the expense of the state of outstanding intellectually gifted children of poor parents without consideration of position or profession. I mean they wanted everyone to be in government schools, in, in secular schools, actually, to be the role model citizen for, for the new state. And that's what we're seeing right now in America. The public schools are churning out um, little mini collectivists, future little Joe Bidens and future Kamala Harris's <laughs> are coming out of the public that's schools. Terrible. That's terrible. And I want to
3: point be. out that Germany banned ho- homeschooling during the Nazi era. Oh wow! And Germany never repealed that. The original Nazi ban is still in effect in today's Modern Germany. And that's why we see so many people in Germany and along with other European countries uh, totally complying with the coronavirus restri- restrictions, along with the many other violations on individual freedom that are going on in yeah. Europe today.
0: Are there communist countries, anyone know, that have banned homeschooling or alternative education?
3: I'm sure, I'm sure all of them have. I mean, homeschooling is completely antithetical to. Uh, the communist and Marxist vision of how
0: society ought to operate. I went to a year of commie school. I I grew up in communist Romania, and so before we got out of there, I went to a year of commie school, and uh, I don't remember a whole lot of it. I mean, I, I was forced to wear a uniform. Teachers were strict, uh, they had no problem with spanking you or hitting you with a ruler. That is how, you know, how they raise little commies is through public education. Mm-hmm. And I, the uniform and everything, that is essentially, it's, uh, it's emblematic uh, of uh, the way they, they want to make everyone the same. You know, they hate individualism. They hate uniqueness. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought we brought up the education um, the education issue before and you can't really emphasize it enough. That's how we got here. We have so many people who were who just weren't exposed to these crazy ideas of individual freedom all right and 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 they are foreign to some people and they don't realize this and so what else can we do? Peter, uh, I have a feeling you have some ideas. Yes, I do.
3: <laughs> well first off, I completely agree with Christian you got to pull the kids out of the public school. <laughs> Uh, but there's a lot more that you can be doing uh, right now, and which a lot of it is contacting your legislators, both Congress, state, local. Tell them the, that you don't want these coronavirus restrictions, whether it's forced vaccinations, vaccine passports, you know, mandatory masks, lockdowns, or whatever else. You know, tell them you oppose it. Tell them that you know you're not go- going to abide by it. You won't stand for it. You know, make make that known. Make sure that they'll actually take action to. Uh, prohibit those things and we the John Birch Society make it very easy for you to contact your legislators because we have uh, several legislative alerts opposing the various uh, coronavirus restrictions, opposing the mask uh, and vaccine passports and mandates. Uh, for example, we have a, an alert for all 50 states where you can also contact your members of Congress in addition to your uh, your state legislators and then we have individual alerts for various states including New York, California, Hawaii, Oregon, New Jersey, North Carolina, and Louisiana opposing the various vaccine passport schemes that they've created in those states along with supporting uh, positive legislation to, to ban those things like in Michigan and in Wisconsin. So if you go to JBS.org under the tab Act Now, you'll find our legislative alerts for those and a lot more topics, and you can easily take action.
0: We're going to go ahead and say one of the best things you can also do is join the John Birch Society and get activated. We got members from coast to coast. I'm going to let Wayne Gobor in on that. Uh, Wayne, is, he oversees our, our mm-hmm. field coordinators and our field staff. Sure. And we're seeing a lot of growth. We're seeing a lot of people finally wake up to what we've been saying.
2: We mentioned about we've been talking about collectivism and Marxism. You know, if you leave this theory behind it, it's all about conflict. Right. Revolution, conflict, conflict. That's oh, why yeah. you're seeing conflict all the time. They have to. That's the boogeyman. The conflict has to exist with the solution in mind. You know, uh, you, know a, you know, They a, you know, conflict and then that's, they have the solution. You know, that's, you know, that's mm-hmm. Hegelian dialectic. That's exactly what we're looking at. And that's all part of the philosophy. And we get caught up in it. And you're right. Uh, education. We have to make people aware of what's going on. And, you know, it's sometimes it's hard to unwind it for them because they've been so indoctrinated. So what with the education piece comes is, as Peter was saying, is that we get people involved in seeing state legislators. The states are sovereign. They have uh, nullification capabilities. We have to teach even our legislators what they they can do. And they don't even know that and push back on some of these crazy medical tyranny laws. They can do that. It's like we're not interested. We're not going to do this. A good example would be in Florida. Uh, Governor DeSantis to say, well, "No, we're not going to have lockdowns. No, we're not going to do masks. Go away." And he's getting a lot of heat from that. And I would say that's a good example. And because of pressure from the public, and you know, and I think that's where people are. And there are many people I see in the U.S. are against this because we're not on the nightly news, we're not in the media; it's an alternative media. But we're seeing more and more people angry about forced vaccinations, especially in the healthcare community and military. So it's not uh slam dunk and they know that so that's why they keep coming out with the the boogeyman the delta virus or some other nonsense mm-hmm. to keep you locked on and fearful because they use fear the psychological warfare to keep people locked down and not thinking it's all about fear and they understand how the mind works so but with that in mind and people seeing what's happening lots of people are waking up we have lots of programs we have discussions and meetings People come to us. We give them information. So people are very receptive because they know something's radically wrong, and they don't want to be slaves, and they know they're under attack. So I'm really encouraged as it gets more intense they get more active because apathy was really the problem on years past. As Christian mentioned, this has been a slow process. It's the old frog in the pan, and slow heat, and that's where they got real apathetic. But now it's so obvious, they got to do something to protect freedom, going forth for themselves and their family and their future. So that's what I see. I'm pretty optimistic. The more crazy they get, the more obvious <laughs> they get.
0: Are you as optimistic, Christian?
1: Yeah, I'm, already, I'm about to jump out of that pot right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yeah, as, as Wayne was saying, we have a, a lot of materials and we have a lot of resources on, on JBS.org. If you're interested in knowing more of the John Birch Society, uh, we have an About tab. We have lots and lots of resources. We've been warning about the incoming totalitarianism for uh, 62 years. We're saying this is where it's going. This is where it's going. Unfortunately, we were right, but it's not too late you know, get educated, get activated, and we provide all of that. You could go to our our, our shop, jbs.org, and then go to shop. You can go, if you'd like to know more about and talk to someone about the John Birch Society, you can get in touch with a coordinator, you know, put it in your zip code and they'll talk to you and see if you'd like to to join. Uh, Bottom line is you got to get in on the action because this is happening for a long time. I think good people were were complacent. Uh, We liked our life. We have to be as fervent, Uh, about freedom as they are about anti-freedom, which is essentially what what they're pushing here. Uh, They're they're ushering in tyranny. There's no other way to describe what's happening. I mean, you can't put uh, millions and millions and millions of people on lockdowns for months that doesn't happen in a, in a free society. It happens in China, where what did they do? They barricaded people. There's reports that they barricaded people yeah, they in their homes. they bolted the
2: doors. <laughs> yeah, they bolted
0: the doors and people died. Other times they pulled them out of their house, they dragged them and they threw them in, in vans and whatnot. That's what happens in totalitarian countries. It's insane the fact that they can order you to close your business they ordered your churches closed uh, they tell you to put a tissue mask on this is insane and we have to get activated you, you have to get in the know and then you have to get active so we got JBS.org as I said we also have a great resource uh, for news which is thenewamerican.com so we'll finish with that unless anyone has any uh, I
2: just want to give you an example uh, I was thinking of the country of Hungary Yeah. because look, look at them in history they were under the Soviet control look who they are today they had less freedoms than we do so it's doable. They I mean, there are actually Canadians. Hungarians going back to this, the country of Hungary. And so, uh, so look at them as an example. So is it possible? Absolutely. And the insiders, the globalists, are fearful of the masses really understanding what they're up against because they're fearful. That's why they've got to keep their propaganda machine going because they, they know once people understand what goes on, education awareness, they can't hide because there's more of us than them and they know that. So that's why they keep the mill going. So it's just something to think about. That's a good example currently, how someone went under Soviet control and actually is now more of a free country than they've ever been. And that's because of the citizens rose up and uh, against tyranny.
0: Well, we should certainly do it here in America. All right, well, thanks guys. I really appreciate you joining us. Christian, thanks for coming on for the very first time.
1: Uh, thanks, I was, glad, I was glad to be on. All right, well, that wraps it up. Thanks, guys.
2: You bet. Thanks, Thanks, Paul.
4: Are you concerned with where America is headed? If not, you should be. So let's get busy on solutions. At the John Birch Society, our staff and members have over 60 years of experience in pushing back on outrageous abuses of government. Our tools are Truth and Education. Our methods are tried and true with scores of successful operations. Join together with the tens of thousands of members of the John Birch Society nationwide to make a difference. We have professional staff strategically placed all over the nation and will provide the training you need to be a success. We will provide the materials you need to be a success we will provide the esprit de corps that comes with working in concert with tens of thousands of members nationwide on the same goals. If you want a bellyache and do nothing, don't join because we don't want you. But if you're a patriot and you love our country and want to preserve the blessings of liberty to the next generation, then we need you in the fight today. Not soon, today. Let me clarify, today. Go to JBS.org and get involved right now. And remember, the Constitution is the solution.